Before we start today's podcast, I would like to remind you that you can support the show at linktree slash rjpodcasthub. That's linktr.ee slash rjpodcasthub, all one word, all lowercase. Or you can find the link in the description of this podcast episode. Any support is welcome. And now, on with the show. And welcome to this special watch along of NXT September 20th, 2022. I'm recording this on Riverside FM to give it a shot to see how well it works. It, and I'm I'm just sort of winging it here. And if you want to watch, you watch this episode along with me, I'm going to sync up with you, sync up WWE's opening sequence so you know exactly where I'm at, where I'm watching. And I'll let you know when they come back from commercial breaks, because sometimes, you know, I might need to, you know, break it, break it up and stuff like that for bathroom breaks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so on, let's, let's get down to watching here. Um, so for, let's see here, I am at, do you want to sync up? Let's see here. Hold on. Let me, let me re, let me go back. He's now it's at the end of the previous show. Okay, it just started. Then. Now. Forever. Forever, sorry, it was a little delayed. That's where I'm at. And now it's saying WWE, together. He just said together, okay. So that's where I'm at in the episode. So if you want to sync up, he just said together. They're showing a clip of last week. Now, those, I'm not as familiar with NXT and that kind of thing. I, I'm familiar with some of the people wrestling there at the moment, but I'm not familiar with everyone. Hearing Shawn Michaels talking is just, it's just nice. I grew up with him, idolizing him. Wesley ain't going to make it out here. Oh, he's not. Oh, they beat him up. Ooh. Beat him up by the lockers. Oh my god, it's Solo Sokoa. It's Solo Sokoa. How dare Sokolo... Sorry, Solo Sokoa. How dare Solo Sokoa come in and do that to them? How just, how dare he... This is my attempt at doing commentary. There's not much to do commentary here. It's just pre-recap of last week. So Solo Sokoa got the pinfall, and he won the North American Championship. Oh, I didn't even know he was North American Champion. It shows you how out of the loop I am with this. And I'm just going this from a pretty cold perspective. And they're showing the new logo. I am so glad they got rid of that crappy rainbow color splash logo. Well, they still have a little bit elements of it. Okay, earlier today. Nope. <laughs> it's a starting promo here between Solo Sokoa. Oh, Sean. Hey, what's up, Sean Michaels? I...
so he what since when doing screw job finishes or hokey finishes is part of I guess what what are they gonna do with this? Oh so it's more as a reason to get him to go to the main roster. Oh. But that doesn't mean you're just going to automatically get the title back. Watch. <laughs> and you lost the match. Hey. Halloween Havoc. Hmm. Excuse me. Axiom. Oh, they're doing that that um, effect that I don't even know how you describe that. It's like a tracer effect type thing. I mean, hey, at least it's something different, even though it's it's messing with my eyes a little bit. Ugh. Ugh. And just so people know, I'm watching this on my laptop at the moment. I'm doing it so I can have the headset on with good microphone audio and also be able to watch the show at the same time. And Axiom's doing a cool pose. He actually looks pretty cool. I'm at, now I'm actually kind of interested. <laughs> I know he's going to be a high flyer, but hey, there ain't nothing wrong with high flying as long as you do it well and don't hurt your opponent. That's what's so interesting about NXT is that you get to see wrestlers who aren't as familiar and you can see up and coming either wrestlers that are either going to get better or they're going to get worse. Nathan Frazier. And he's in the clouds, and he just came out of the clouds. He looks like Heath Ledger. Or not, sorry, not Heath Ledger. Sorry, Heath Slater. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry a million times over. He looks like Heath Slater from WWE. Sorry. Jesus. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> okay, so he's standing on the second rope. Okay. So the matchup's about to begin here. The match just started, and I got my match timer here. Since WWE doesn't like to give their match times for whatever reason, I, I, I don't know why. I get some enjoyment out of it. Do <laughs> Let's go, bad day. Let me go. That back and forth chant going. Okay, he's got him in a 
He's got his arm tied up. Okay, he's got him against the ropes. Axiom just swung against the ropes. Slater just went for a schoolboy roll-up. He missed. Now he's going for the backslide. Oh, he rolled through. Oh, he turns to turn it into a rolling pin, but he Slater sits on top of him. Very fast-paced match going on. He slides underneath Axiom's legs. He goes for a a roll a roll-up pin. He's going for an Axiom's going for an early sleeper. Frazier, sorry, I, I keep a slogan play. Frazier, Frazier attempted for a pinfall. Pretty good work so far. I got to be honest. They're definitely young and they're doing a lot of things, but again, this is the developmental territory. You can't be as critical as you can as you are on Monday Night Raw and all that stuff. Yum. Let's go, baby. Axiom. Let's go, Frazier. Axiom. Okay, he's got his leg in a sort of leg lock type thing. He does a flip cartwheel. They stand off again. The crowd's mildly amused by it. Now, one thing is that for commercial breaks that happen during matches, I'm probably going to just sit through the commercial break just so the match is still synced up time-wise. Um, but if it's a commercial break that happens in between matches, I might just like stop it, let the thing record, and then I will and then I will jump back in in the same in the uh, same audio when they're back from the commercial break. Okay, anyway, Frazier. Axiom's got his hands over Frazier's stomach from behind on the ground. It's not even really a submission hold. That's the thing. Okay, good. He, he transitioned to a sleeper. That's smart because I think he realized there he didn't actually have a hold on him. He was just sort of holding him. Okay. Now he's got a side headlock um, on the ground. Axiom does on Frazier. Frazier gets his legs around his head. Now he's got his legs wrapped around Axiom in a like head scissors submission. Axiom spins out of it. He's trying to wiggle his way out of it. He spins him around. He turns it into a clover leaf type thing. Oh, he's going for this thing. Um, it's like, oh, I, I'm not gonna. Certain things I can't describe, and so I'm not gonna try. <laughs> They both got their hands on each other and they're okay. Now Irish rip axioms going for a dive. He flung his arm goes for a quick drop kick fast action here. He tries to go for a roll up against the rope. Fraser reverses. He hits him with a, a um, Northern light suplex. Sorry. Uh, the commentators had to correct me on that one. Oh, they're doing a best of three series. But you just know, no, no, one's going to win one. The other's going to win. And then the real money shot is who's going to win the third. Axiom hits him with the forearm when Frazier tried to go for a move on the outside of the ring. Axiom's on the top rope. 
Goes for a splash. Frazier drop kicks him out of the air. And Axiom rolls out of the ring. Boo, boo, boo. Oh, they have picture in picture. Okay, yeah, so I'm not going to break in between. But I am going to commentate on some of the commercials. Chewy app. Get some stuff for your pets. I'm going to try to do commentary while seeing what the match is going on. Okay. Frazier goes to the outside of the ring to... Oh, and he's about to ram... Oh, he rams him into the apron of the ring. And now he just threw Axiom back into the ring. Oh, is this a commercial for Andor? One, two... From the that's you see that's the only reason I want to watch that is because it's from because I liked Rogue One. A lot of people didn't like Rogue One, but I I liked Rogue One. I dug it. It was it was predictable. We knew where it was going, but I thought the characters enjoyable and everything about it was enjoyable. Sorry, they just had a commercial for <laughs> for that show. All right, back to back to the match here. Frazier is pulling him by the legs. Axiom's kicking him, trying to kick him away. He's hitting him with some really pussy ass kicks. <laughs> he goes for a standing splash, pinfall, Axiom kicks out. All this while there's a Taco Bell commercial. And as far as match time, we're about to be six, almost just about six and a half minutes into the matchup. Frazier just stiff Irish whips, whipped him into the ropes. Oh, Frazier's stomping him. It's just concentrating on the match and the commercial where something goofy is going on. I don't know. It's tough to keep up with. Now, Frazier's got Axiom in the corner, giving him the shoulder uh, tackles to the stomach. Oh, he goes for the, Frazier goes for the pinfall on Axiom. Axiom kicks out. Oh, an Amazon commercial. I had no idea where that was going. Ooh, it's like a, he just hit Axiom with a sort of sideways backbreaker where he hits him in the, in the side instead of elsewhere. Holy shit. Yeah, honestly, there's not a whole lot. They have a commercial for USA race for the championship and Frazier's got him in another one of those hands-around-the-stomach supposed submission moves. So it's supposed to be like a reverse bear hug where he's lying on the ground. Elbow to the back. Frazier is about to Irish whip Axiom. Axiom reverses. Now he's going for a almost like a tarantula 
type some oh he doesn't quite work oh there you go now he's got him in a classic old school um oh well i guess they're already out of it so it doesn't even matter axiom hits him with a punch axiom hits him with another punch I mean, I wouldn't make that go that far, but Axiom's about to springboard. Springboard, clothesline, false finish, kick out. And for anybody who's Maybe watching at home. We're coming close to about 10 minutes into the matchup. Let's see here. Nine. Go, Frazier. Axiom. And 10 minutes in while Axiom is currently kicking Frazier in the chest while he's kneeing and taking him. Oh, now Frazier got the kick. He tries to go for the sweep. Goes for a Hurricane Rana. Or not a Hurricane Rana. Axiom going for a quick spin around. Oh, almost had him. Almost had him. Adjusting the headset, making it a little bit more comfortable. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Boom. Axiom just did a um, Pele kick. Now he's in the side corner. Oh. One, two, oh, kick out. I might need a cloth. I wonder... That's a little bit better. Hopefully you'll still be able to hear me. Am I still able to be heard? Okay, good. Good. Just checked on the stream. Oh, oh! Axiom just threw Frazier over the top rope. Gets another false finish and kick out. Yep. Ooh, 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 ooh. Boom. One, two, oh. They're chanting this is awesome, which, I mean, it's a good match, but I don't know if it's awesome. Boom. Now he's hit him with that. He's hit him. Oh, shit. Sorry, I clicked away. Oh, shit. I click away, and Axiom's got him in a rear naked choke. He hit him with a really kind of rough DDT, one that looked like it hurt him. Uh, put his foot on the ropes. Stomped on his head.
Oh, wow. They're chanting Axiom, and some people are saying sucks. Superplex! Frazier hits him, and then he picks him up for a spinning corkscrew suplex. And now he's going to the... Now Frazier's going to the top rope. He's going to a corkscrew splash, and he got the pinned over Axiom. At 13 minutes and 15 seconds, here's your winner, Nathan Frazier. Yep. And so now they're probably going to have the third and final match in six weeks' time at Halloween Havoc. I mean, I feel like they're doing this best of three series to try to get these kids who are good workers to do a progressively better and better and better match. I mean, that was a good 13-minute match. You know, there was some back and forth and stuff like that. Some of it was interrupted by a commercial break. 13 minutes, 5 seconds for your winner, Nathan Frazier. Yeah, best of three, one, one, one. <laughs> Alba Frey. So she's doing a promo showing off her beating up Toxic Attraction last week and hitting Mandy Rose with her finisher. And now Mandy Rose is in the back watching it. Fallon Henley. Talk, yeah, yikes. And now Toxic Attraction is making their way out to the ring with their whole entrance thing with the smoke and the weird slow-mo camera that the fo going in and out of focus. Undeniably sexy, but un it's they're just kind of it's just a goofy gimmick. I I don't know what what there is. I mean, if anything, it gives them a chance to work on television. You know, I think that's really what this is is a reason to give the two new girls, Gigi Allen, uh, Gigi. Uh, hold on, I'm. I don't want to rewind. Okay, oh, J.C. Jane and G.G. Dolan. Okay. Okay, so since it's not a match, I'll be right back. Stick around. Hello, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far. If you like what I do and want to support the show, you can go to linktree slash rjpodcasthub. That's linktr.ee slash rjpodcasthub. You can also find the link in the description of this podcast episode. All support is welcome, and I thank you for listening. Now let's get back to it. Oh, 
Alrighty, we're back, everyone. And and for to sync up, they're doing teaming up with Connor's Cure Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month in September. So that's that's where I'm at in the presentation. They just came back from the commercial break. And now, Bad News Barrett and Vic Joseph. Doon, doo, doo, doon, doo, dee. And the and Tony D'Angelo, which is a horrible gimmick. So he's basically just explaining everything to the audience instead of All pissed off. Back in the locker room. Yeah, I wasn't talking much during his promo just because I wanted to hear him. Spray painting red on his diamond mine shirt thing and now we're in the back with the female from diamond mine i can't remember her name okay if you say so Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile. Very focused. Alrighty, time to keep the time for the next matchup here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that Toxic Attraction's been in the ring this whole time. I legitimately completely forgot they were still in, like, because they had, the, they came back from the break. They had the Connors Cure thing. They had Josh Barrett and Wayne and uh, Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett in the, uh, talking about it. I didn't see them in the background, but then again, maybe I wasn't looking. And then we have all, that whole thing, that whole explanation about the Diamond Mine thing and why he betrayed him. Then we get another backstage thing with um, Ivy Nile and I already forgot the other girl's name, them talking in the back. And then it's like, oh, they've been just sitting in the ring while all these promos are going. <laughs> I just think that's funny. Oh, shit, I forgot to start the clock. Well, now, now I can't rewind shit. Yeah, if there's anything left of the diamond mine. Senton. 
Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of weird names that people have in NXT and WWE. I can't keep track of all of them. And again, I haven't re- recently watched NXT. I mean, I could tell you about Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and that kind of thing, but I don't know much about, I know about Mandy Rose. I know about Toxic Attraction, but that's about it. One, two, kick out. So right now, uh, G, uh, Gigi Dolan, Gigi Dolan, is trying to keep her from tagging Ivy into the ring. She's grabbing her wrist and pulling it. Now she has a sort of. Now she has a submission on her. I mean, they basically are. I mean, this is the developmental territory, after all. Live in Florida, and now she goes for a roll-up. Paxley, okay. So Paxley and Gigi Dolan, or Gigi Dolan. Jane and Ivy, okay. I had to listen to the commentators give the names. Boom. Kick to the stomach. Overhead takeover. One, two, and Gigi Dolan breaks up the cover. Boom. Stiff forearm strike. And she just hit her with the face buster. Now Dolan. That's the question, isn't it? Boom. Kick to the face. One, two, three. Toxic Attraction wins. And now they faded to the cult leader guy. Okay, another commercial. Another commercial break. Luckily, I am watching the uh, watching the show, but I I'm watching it a little delayed. Ah, uh, so now Tyler Bates entering the arena. That's that's where I'm at. Just came back from commercial break. J.D. McDonough. 
NXT Championship. Tyler Bate and J.D. McDonough. Schism. That's their that's their group name, apparently. Pick a side. Us against them. Some people are chanting, shut the hell up. Oh, they gave him the contact. The contact to make his eye a different color. <laughs> you see, the thing is, is that even though this is kind of cringy, the gimmick is not something that I think is terrible. I mean, the some of the stuff they say about, oh, the, the stuff they cult says, you know, we will welcome you with open arms. We understand you. We care about you. You know, that kind of thing, you know. But some of it's just, like, sometimes, like, a promo like this, it's just waiting TikTok who's going to come out and interrupt. Oh. Uh, he's bringing out Cameron Grimes. And the audience is, uh, some of the audience is, like, waiting. Keep They keep looking to the, to the entranceway. To schism. The wrath of the schism is imminent. Okay. Oh, there we go. There's the interruption. For a sec, I thought there wasn't going to be an interruption. Oh, and now people are fighting. Who are these guys? Oh, yeah, that's right. His name is Joe Gacy because they're doing a takeoff on John Wayne Gacy. Which, by the way, if you have Spotify, check out the Cold Cases podcast that just launched on there. I know there's a billion Cold Cases podcasts, but this one's actually pretty good. Oh, now the match just started between two two guys, I guess. I just started the timer. I, I tried to make sure to remember to start the timer. Oh, it's a tag team match? Irish whip. Oh, he's throwing him. Tagged some double team action. He goes for the stomp. Misses. Goes for the clothesline. Goes for the pin. Authy and Blade. And Authy? And Authy? They didn't give me the... 
title, so I don't really know who they are. But then again, I don't know who the other guys are. I just know they're part of Schism. One guy has the contact where it makes his eye look like a different color. So you know, maybe I should listen to more of Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph's commentary. <laughs> Why not Joe Gacy? The dude with the weird sweater with the cut-off sleeves just clotheslined, and now they took both the cult leader guys out of the ring. Over the top rope. Vamp and Blay. Now, are they going to commercial or are they going to picture-in-picture? Picture? Okay. Since this, is, uh, since this is a match, I'm not going to cut away or anything like that or fast-forward. Actually... I can fast forward, and I'm going to fast forward now that I think about it. I don't need to sit through Nikki and Brie Bella commercials. Jesus, how long is this commercial break? Okay, they just came, they came back from commercial break, and now the guy in the... Guy in the I, I don't know who these people are. The cult guy tried to grab the other guy, and the, the dude in the weird sweater, but not a sweater... And now the guy in white just jumped out of the ring and hit him with the move. Look, it, it's already enough that I know the name, the goofy names on AEW and Raw and all that stuff. I can't keep up with the goofy names of NXT. This is more of like me giving my impression to to it since I haven't seen it in a while, you know? And I'm familiar with some of the people here, like I said, like, Joe Gacy, the cult guy, or whatever. I know Cameron Grimes. I know who that is. Ooh, Table for Three, Steiner Diner. I, I actually want to watch that episode. Yeah, that just came up as a bump at the bottom. Free shipping on qualifying orders. Stream. Oh, NXT Level Up. Like, NXT gets its own uh, secondary show. I mean, could you imagine getting matches on NXT Level Up? Well, actually, wait a minute. Now that I think about it, I shouldn't give it shit because, like, that, like, WWE Main Event is, like, a reason for the big stars to get a paycheck, but NXT 1-Up, it's literally just an excuse to, hey, get get them out there, get them to work a match, give them 10 minutes. It's, I mean, that's usually how long the matches are given, probably less than that. Enofe. Okay, so Enofe is hitting all the guys of Schism back and forth. The guy in black went down, and then he just hit him with the clothesline, hit the other guy with the clothesline, and now he's hitting the guy in black with the weird eye, and the guy, the cult guy in white tries to grab him, and now they're both in the corner getting teed off on. Yeah, these matches are definitely like wrestling school matches, you know, there's nothing wrong with them, but they're very elemental and they're very, these guys are very green. Tries to go for a finisher, headbutt to the chin. And 
And now Blade. Okay. Oh, he hit him with a Famouser. Slow count from the referee. Now, as far as TV time is concerned, it's around five minutes, but we don't know how much of the match was cut out with the commercial break. It could be five minutes. It could be two minutes. It can be a few minutes. I have a feeling like this is more of a longer match, but they just cut out some of it. He tries to go for a roll-up to... Tries to go for a pin on the guy with the contact. Hits him with a thing to the throat. Reed hit him with a, a Canadian destroyer. And now he's got him in a tombstone pile driver. He flings him off and then he hits him with a code breaker. That's probably the finish right there, too. Three. Schism wins. And so. Five minute, just under six minutes for matches that are on TV. So it's some discrepancy around six minutes. Love is blind. Here we are seeing on the other side. That's that song. It's like it's so dumb, but like I don't know. There's something to it. Yeah, so they're showing the replay. Hit him with that Canadian destroyer that seemed to land more on his legs and his ass than anywhere else. One, two, three. Got the pinfall. The wrath of schism is continuing onward. Some people are booing. Some people are like, yay. And now they're showing last week. Quincy Elliott. <laughs> Just take the ref. Wendy Chu. Oh, yeah. She's the one who, like, goes to bed during her matches, right? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Cringy gimmicks. Ooh, boy. <sighs> Sitting through this one. Ooh, boy. Um, not, not, I'm not against Wendy Chu, the person. I'm against the gimmick. <laughs> The sleeping during the matches gimmick thing is so dumb and so stupid. And I got to fast forward through these commercials. Oh, my God. Wait, what the hell? I'm trying to find where the... Okay. Alrighty, I, I found the found the right spot. They're showing clips from the previous week.
Roxanne Perez. Okay, so now Cora Jade's making her entrance. And here it comes she comes slow walking with a bat or whatever. Or is that a kendo stick that's been spray painted black? I mean, she looks cool. She looks up my alley. I haven't seen her wrestle, so. So I'm immediately rooting for her against Wendy Chu. Hell, that would be actually kind of funny if she hit Wendy Chu over the head and then she would be knocked out and it'd be that whole thing where, oh, look, Wendy Chu's asleep. Yep, Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu and Cora Jade. Oh, shit. Okay, start, got started the clock. They lock up. At least I know the names of these two wrestlers, so it's going to be easier for me to do, do calling for it. Sakura so Jade just patted her on the head, going, oh. And Wendy Chu just shoved her out of the corner. Now Wendy has got a head lock up. Does a takeover. Now it's a side headlock on the ground. Cora Jade gets her leg over her face into a head scissor, into, into like almost like a head triangle. Wendy Chu adjusting, trying to get out. And she just wiggles her way out. And now she's got her back into a headlock. Irish whip, Wendy Chu shoves her back, knocks her down. Wendy Chu hits the ropes. And now she rebuffs her, goes into a pinning predicament. Wendy Chu hits her with a kick, falling kick, I guess. Hit her, hit, just hit Courage. Wendy Chu just hit Courage Aid with a running kick from one corner to the other. And now Wendy Chu looks like she's going to fly. Oh, she goes for a baseball slide. Courage Aid reverses and spins her around. Boom. Cora Jade's now roughing up Wendy Chu here. And now Cora Jade's choking her in the bottom rope. Cora Jade hit her with a forearm. Forearm. Goes for an Irish whip, flings her back into the middle rope, sets her up in like a 619 position, and then does an elbow to the back. Goes for the pin, kick out at two. Yep, kick out at two. One thing I will say about Wendy Chu is that she's a good sport for trying to make the best out of this gimmick, like her doing the stuff to try to, you know, be animated and that kind of thing. But, <laughs> man... So she's, and now 
She's got her with her arms crisscrossed around her own neck and sort of squeezing them. I'm not sure what the name of that submission hold is. Let's go better. Let's go better. Wow, the crowd is loudly in favor of Cora. They're like, like let's let's go Cora is so loud, and then the let's go Wendy is just sort of quiet. I mean, I think because I think the crowd sees what I see as well. Wendy Chu being stuck in a bad gimmick that just makes you sort of cringe looking at it. And yes, Wendy Chu can do some things. She's very she's doing pretty solid so far. Now she just hit her with a corkscrew flip forearm in the corner. Now Wendy Chu's like going for like a German suplex. Yep. German suplex officially got it. And now boom. Ooh, DDT. Cora Jade, is that the her finisher? Oh, yes, it is her finisher. Cora Jade wins. Quick match, four minutes, got the job done, and the right person won. Yeah, Cora Jade looks great, and I can see her potentially having a future. Sexy, badass, heavy metal look versus Wendy Chu, which is, like, cringy. I, I very much know that Wendy Chu is going to be getting a gimmick change soon, but I have a feeling like they're going to get some jobs out of her, get her to put over some opponents first as the bad gimmick, and then she can come back as the new gimmick and basically get a fresh start. Oh, shit. Now, so Lash Legends in the ring. Okay, seriously, hitting him with the kick with high heel shoes that are that, like, not believable at all. And it just fades to Braun Breaker, an interview with Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. Number one contenders. You're like the only NXT superstar of the year. You're one of the few names that I actually know in NXT because you're a Steiner and you're a really good wrestler. I try to watch Braun Steiner anytime I can. I, hell, if he had a match this week, I'd be excited, but I know they're going to start saving those for the big events, which that's what makes sense. Yep. So now backstage with Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Hayes is coming out to the ring. And now we're back from commercial. Oro Mishaya? Misha? Mensa, okay. So 
So he's admitting that his name is just a name. Okay, here comes Carmelo Hayes. He's got something to say, and he's going to say it. The Trick Williams. Carmelo Hayes must be pretty good because he has a stooge. Sorry, Mello, you missed and knew. <laughs> uh. Hey. The biggest star in NXT, I'm sure. I did recently watch um, NXT's... Um, hmm. Let's see here. Now he wants to fire everybody. Is someone going to come up and interrupt him, or is he just going to continue to talk? The A champion? Oh boy, I hope it, he, when I last saw NXT a while back, Chase U is one of the things that was starting to come up, and that's one of those gimmicks that's just, dear God. Stop talking. What we have right now is a is a teachable moment. And he hits him with the microphone. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes is definitely better than this Chase U. I mean the crowd the the crowd is chanting for Chase U, I guess, but Oh, now we got a match with Trick Williams, Chase U and Trick Williams. I didn't know there was a matchup. So I'll add three seconds as a disparity to the match clock. Wait, it's a tag match. It's just a tag match that just sort of faded out of nowhere.
And now he's one, two. Now Carmelo Hayes chops him in his chest, but he's wearing a shirt, so that shouldn't really hurt that bad. Now Carmelo Hayes is hitting him with another move. Irish whip. And now they're double teaming Carmelo Hayes. Boom. So Trick Williams is wrestling the other guy. The one that's not wearing the Chase U t-shirt. Oh yeah, Carmelo Hayes isn't scared of anyone. Uh-huh. Oh, the referee's black glove came out briefly. Going for the Irish whip. Chase you. Reverse. And they're doing chance. <laughs> and the section of Planet fans with the Chase U shirts. Oh, yeah. Carmelo Hayes is now in the ring. Hits the rope, springs boards, hits him with a clothesline off the second rope. Oh, yeah. Didn't Carmelo Hayes recently re wrestle Ricochet? I did watch that match. Okay, so that's how I know, know who Carmelo Hayes is. Yeah, of course. If Shawn Michaels wasn't going to give you the belt just because, because that would be so stupid. Now time to check on the studio real quick. Yep, still recording. Everything's going good. Noise reduction. Boom. You, 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 you. Oh. Face plant. Ooh. 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 Up. Oh. He Chase Andre Chase just slammed Trick Williams and now Chase Williams is going to the top rope. Ooh. Just lifted him up and gave him a forearm. Now Carmelo Hayes is coming in, hit him with a big kick, and he just hit a kick to his tag team partner. Chase Hughes trying to go for a weird pinning predicament. Oh, he got him. Oh, wow. He just got the pin on Carmelo Hayes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 
that one fan in the crowd who's like, what? How is that possible? How is it possible? I will admit that that finish came out of nowhere, but. Oh, man. And now we're cutting to the back. Wow, this dude's a big, big. Oh, shit. Sangha and Wagner. Well, this is a match I definitely want to see. Okay, now we're back. And I don't recognize anybody, so... Oh, is he? Oh, from NXT UK. Is that? Um... <laughs> now they're arguing. They're sitting there having a drink and a beer. So it's a big, scary dude with MMA gloves in the ring. Sangha? Dun, dun. Mr. Stone, a.k.a. WWE's Tony Khan parody. Priority pass power. And I honestly, I don't know if I'm going to consistently watch NXT week to week as a podcast like this, but I mainly wanted to find a way, a, a hassle-free way where I could just, you know, sit, uh, test out what a watch-along would be like for me. And if I wanted to do watch-alongs like this in the future, what I would have to do to set it up, and it's starting to look like I might not need a whole lot to set it up because of Riverside. Um, anyway, the match is going on. Two massive dudes. So we have Sangha against... I don't know who the other guy... Who the blonde other guy is. So Sangha... Wagner, okay. Sangha versus Wagner... Okay, Wagner's hitting him with clotheslines in the corner, elbow strikes. And Sagner's now punching back. Punch. Punch. Knees to the stomach. Boom, knees to the stomach. 
Now he's trying to punch him. One, two, three, four. And Sangha, Sangha just hit Wagner with the big boot. The drop the vulgar words around Sangha. Hits him with the clothesline from hell. And Stone just tried to attack, just so to set him up to. Oh my God! What are you doing? How dare you! Oh shit, is the clock still going for the last match? Hell, I don't even know if I started the clock for this match. Will she it? Boot to the face. Wow, Wagner has picked him all the way up and tries to hit him with a sort of attitude adjustment FU type thing. And he just pinned him. What? That Well, that was kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, that they didn't really do anything that impressed me. You see, that's the thing about big guys. You don't have them wrestle another big guy. Because then this happens. <laughs> you only have a big guy face a big guy when there's a build-up to it. Where he, the bad guy beats up a bunch of younger and small, not younger, but smaller guys. And be like, oh, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? And then you can set up a pay-per-view. Instead of this crappy slam one, two, three, and got a crappy pin. And he literally already sort of pushed him off like, oh man. Uh, not that great of a match, unfortunately. And now we got Wesley. Ooh. The North American ladder match. So wait, you had the chance to not have to wrestle and you chose to wrestle because, oh, I don't want to let people down. What? You take that opportunity. Anybody would. No one would hold you against you. Um, so, okay, so Wesley's going to face the, what's his face? Something Gambino or something. 
Grayson Waller. Qualifying ladder match. Grayson Waller. Oh, yep. Commercial break. Holy crap. There are so long commercial breaks. And now Cameron Grimes is yelling at the camera. Moon. Oro Mensa. So we got Oro Mensa versus Grayson Waller. And great, the match just begun. Boom. Five-second discrepancy. Starting out strong. Waller just hit him with the clothesline reversal. Let's go, hey, let's go, Waller. Just grabbed him by the hair, pulled him back down, got him in an arm lock. And if anybody is curious, I will. I I do plan on doing AEW Dynamite tomorrow as well as a watch along, because I would much rather watch AEW Dynamite than watch this. Hell, I'd rather watch Raw or SmackDown than watch a chunk of these because some of this is just boring. Trying to keep my attention. Yeah, I'm mainly doing this episode as sort of a pilot program because I want my podcast to be as many different things. The RJ Podcast Hub, where you can listen to this podcast, I want the RJ Podcast Hub to have a variety of content, and I'm basically the core of it, whether it's me interviewing somebody else or producing another podcast for the RJ Podcast Hub, I... I essentially want that to be a place where like mainly I want to be able to put out whatever content, you know, works for me, whatever content I want to do. And that's what the RJ podcast hub is all about. It's about the content that I want to put out and also what people want to put out. You know, if, if I, excuse me, if I get a reaction out of people or get a wrestling, getting a reaction out of the audience, then, you know, and so it, this the idea of doing a reaction to this came about from me going like, well, I like wrestling, you know, why not doing wrestling commentaries and stuff like that? And 
reacting, being one of those people on the internet reacting to stuff. Grayson Waller hitting him with a... Ooh. Swinging, goes for the kick. Goes for a sunset flip takeover. Grayson Waller grabs him the head, spins him around, hits him with the elbow drop on the ground. And now he's hitting him with back of the head, forearms and stuff like that. <laughs> Awkward. The camera just awkwardly cut to a fan holding up a sign for Grayson, uh, not a sign, but a T-shirt for Grayson Waller. Wonder if Kevin Dunn's doing the editing on this one. <laughs> no, it, I can tell by its edit that's not Kevin Dunn, because the person who's filming this actually lets shots linger, and not immediately just cut the hell out of it. Cut nine, it, like it, it, people have seen those clips online where Monday Night Raw during a match or whatever, nothing will happen and they will edit like nine times, like cut here, cut here, cut here, cut here, cut here. And now Aura, Aura goes higher ship, second. Second rope springboard backflip into Grayson Waller. Ooh, nice hit him with elbows. Ooh, that's like a reverse Pele kick type thing. Waller, Waller, oh, he hit him with the... Waller tried to... Oh, Apollo Crews. And he has blood coming out of his eye. <laughs> Grayson Waller just oversold the shit out of that. Interesting. So Apollo Crews is... Set the pin. Three. Yep. So Camaro, Carmelo Hayes, Oro Mensa. So it's going to be a five-person ladder match at Halloween Havoc on Peacock. Now, I, I don't plan to do week-to-week -week NXT show reactions, but I'll consider doing, like, NXT specials because then we'll get, like, actual feature-length matches and not, not bullshit commercials every several seconds. I mean, there are commercials in the pay-per-views now, but they always put them in between the matches instead of during the matches. One, two, three. So that was around about five-minute match, maybe a little bit longer. And the crowd's just like... Yeah, what's with the blood coming out of Apollo Crews' eye or that whole thing that he's doing?
And now they're fighting with each other. It's gotta be me! And now... Braun Breaker coming out with a young kid. Probably a Connor Cure thing. He's trying to hold the belt with the kid, and the kid's like, but I'm not champion. It's like, kid, it's not, not about that, man. Hold up, yay. Okay, they're about to go to commercial. All right, and we're back from commercial. They're showing the ocean. I think we might be finally getting to the main event. Sol Ruka. Next week, Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy. That might be a good match. But again, it's it's TV, so since it's NXT TV, it's probably going to be a screw job finish. Joe Gacy will win. A pub rules match. Gallus versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. So those who are who those who are the guys who are fighting. But now it's gonna be a pub rules match. Come on. Alright, yep, NXT main event. Tyler Bate. Coming out to the ring. I know Tyler Bate, but I don't know who J.D. McDonough is. And Tyler Bates still making his entrance. Let's see. And Braun Breaker is there. All right. Okay, I'm going to take a quick restroom break, but I'll be back in like two seconds. All righty, I'm back. Sorry about that. I was just holding it in for so long. Okay, this recording's almost an hour and 20 minutes. Okay, that yeah, that makes about sense. Okay, so Tyler Bate versus J.D. McDonough. Tyler Bate just got Irish whipped into the ropes. He just went under his legs. What the hell was that? 
It's like he held his hand up for a high five and the dude gave it to him and then he grabbed it and it turned into this whole move sequence thing. And now it's a roll up pin, kick out. Kyler Bate goes for the ropes, jumping clothesline. One, two, boom. Right now, JD McDonough is punching him in the corner. Wait, JD McDonough looks familiar. I could have. Sw- Isn't. Up oh, airplane spin. But JD goes for the pinfall. Reversal. 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 He's pinfall. What the hell? Fast action. Got him a full Nelson. Tyler Bate reverses. One, two. One, two. And he's going for a backslide. Oh, roll through. One, two. Oh, they're doing a picture-in-picture. Pharmacy box. One thing I didn't realize until recently, did you know that, um, like, if you follow the certain context, follow legal presense, you can actually record, potentially record, monetize prank calls. I had no idea because I always thought that whenever there was, whenever there was one of those comedy albums or whatever that was, you know, oh, we have prank calls or whatever. I thought, I always think, oh yeah, it's, it's scripted. It's a bunch of bullshit or whatever. But as it turns out, no, it's not bullshit. You can legally, in certain states, you can legally record phone calls and you're in your full legal right to use it and reproduce it. But there are certain things that you have to abide by. Like, for example, like you can't call them. They have to call you. So like one example I saw recently um, was uh, Jim Florentine's recent album, Terror- uh, Terrorizing Telemarketers 7. And in that, the first track is called um, COVID Mask. And in that, it's like they called, they, not they didn't call, but they they established like an appraisal to like they wanted their house appraised. And so that caused them to call them. And so therefore they can legally record the phone call and they have to beep out. And all they had to do was beep out the company and the guy's name. But literally other than that, you can record the prank call and use it legally. And I didn't even know you could do that. Now prank calls was never my thing. And 
I always thought it was a little immature ever since I was a little kid. You know, I did as a little kid, but as you get older, it's kind of stupid, you know, and that's just one thing that I thought, I thought was funny is that just because uh, um, they make crank calls does not necessarily mean that you can't record the phone call. You know what I mean? Because a lot of states have what's called like one, it's like one party rules or whatever, where only one person in the call has to be aware of the recording. So you could be in a one-on-one phone call with somebody and only you have to be knowledgeable of it being recorded and you can keep it. Now, if you use the person's name, that's another thing, right? They just came back from picture in picture. He does look familiar. That's a he got a name change, didn't he? Hold on, I'm officially looking this up now. J D. McDaw. Problem is, I don't know how to spell McDonough. Use. Oh, Jordan Devlin. That's that's the name I knew him as. How come he can't be Jordan Devlin anymore? Uh, I I knew he looked familiar, and it's like, that's Jordan Devlin, and now he's called J.D. McDonough. I didn't know who the hell J.D. McDonough was, but I know Jordan Devlin. Missile launch. Massive missile launch. Missile dropkick. And Braun Breaker's just standing over watching it. And now McDonough's Tyler Bate just does an overhand suplex. Standing suplex, standing shooting star press. And boom. And he's able to do a nip up backflip pinfall attempt replay. Oh, they're going over their time. Ooh, he's kicking him in the face. Nice. Hit him with a few live rounds, but hey, comes with the game, right? Oh. Ah, uh, he's got a I got McDonough. 
And I always got him in a fireman's carry. And now he's doing the airplane spin. Oh, and the camera did a quick, like, move back and forth thing. Like, what? One, two, kick out. I mean, this has been a pretty good matchup, but, you know, it's like the show's just kind of still kind of boring. J.D. McDonough just got caught up in the corner. Went over the top rope. J.D. McDonough just kicked him in the face. I was going for backflip. Backflip into into Tyler Bate. And now he's trying to throw him into the ring. Oh, man. Oh, 450 splash, right? One, two, ooh, kick out. Good to, I mean, that's the thing about these UK wrestlers. They're good at following up to kick out. They're like JD McDonough immediately tries to hit another move. And the UK guys hitting each other with some stiff punches. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, and they're, and they're going back and forth, hitting each other with open fist strikes. And with the open palm strike. Oh, backflip. Oh, he hits the ropes, tries to go for the close down, and then he turns it into an o- into an overhand spin. And Tyler Bates just hit him with a massive punch. NXT. NXT. Okay, there's le- less than four minutes left in the show. Thank goodness. Yeah, my thoughts on the show is that it's mostly boring and a lot of green wrestlers... There's some, there's some talent, and there's some, and there's a couple good matches, but it's just promos feel like a drag, and there's still some crappy gimmicks creeping in from NXT 2.0 that they just need to get rid of. They need to go back to the focus on fundamental wrestling, which is what made the black and gold NXT brand so awesome during the during the WWE network, the starting of the WWE network era where you had the NXT takeovers and you had Seth Rollins and Natalia and NXT and you had all these great wrestlers. I started watching NXT around when Kevin Owens debuted and, and NXT was legitimately awesome to watch. Like it was, it was wrestling that I would recommend my friends like, dude, you got to check out NXT. Nowadays I couldn't even recommend this show to wrestling fans just because of how much of a snooze it is. Hopefully, and I'm pretty sure, and I'm almost guaranteed, that AEW tomorrow night is going to be way, way, way more entertaining. One, two, three, and there's JD McDonough. He got the pinfall. 
over Tyler Bate. So now J.D. McDonough is the number one contender for the NXT Championship, and they're going to wrestle probably at Halloween Havoc. And they get to the replay. You see, I... I still don't know why he couldn't just go by Jordan Devlin. I thought that was a good name. Two, three. So now we got a classic heel babyface matchup for NXT Halloween Havoc. Now Braun Breaker's coming into the ring. I'm not going to cut off the podcast until the show's like officially over. And now they're going to stare off into the ring. Man, he he is uber tan. Oh. Music. Oh, uh, Ilya Dragunov. And he's been gone for a while. He really made himself known after he had all of those matches with Walter, now known as Gunther. And this is why I don't, this is why I specifically wait until the exact end of the show before. Yeah, we're less than a minute away. So, yeah, this episode of NXT was kind of boring. It was cool seeing Apollo Crews, a couple good matches. I'm definitely interested in seeing more Cora Jade. So now he holds up the title in between Ilya Dragunov and J.D. JD McDonough, even though J.D. McDonough just won the number one contendership for the NXT title, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that was my watch along with NXT this week. Um, Thank you for tuning in. If this is something that you want to see me do in the future, be sure to let me know in the comments. If you want to support the show, be sure to check out Linktree slash RJ Podcast Hub. The link will be in the description of this podcast episode. But until my next episode, see everyone on the flip-flop.